the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now, it's Real Life Lending with your host, financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Real Life Lending. Happy Tuesday. My name's Eric McKay. Today, I have special guest Jessica Couch in studio. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Good evening. I'm great. Thank you. How about you? Why don't you remind everybody who you are? What you uh, do? Full-time realtor. Really enjoy helping people get into their, um, you know, move up home or their first time home. But my real niche is helping investors make money with their money with multifamily units. That's what I really love to do. That is what we do. Um, those of you that are new to the show, this show is all about you, the consumer. Going on our fourth season right now and fourth year on the air. I started up in the Sacramento area and we've kind of gradually grown our audience uh, throughout the years. And it's a place for you to come and get uh, or ask questions and get exactly what's new and true in mortgage finance and and just about everything real estate. Uh, I've been in the corporate finance and lending industry for about 26, 27 years now. And I currently am the Northern California area manager for Essex Mortgage. And I run the beautiful loan center here in Northern California, as well as hire and train all loan officers and staff. But the best part of my job is sitting across the kitchen table from listeners like yourself, getting them into their first home, their first investment property, or maybe that first 20-unit apartment complex. And this is what we do, and we live and we breathe. And I just got tired of all of the you know, the national media back in the downturn telling you how terrible the real estate market was, how you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. And yes, our industry changed. It was turned upside down on the lending side and things changed drastically about how we do business. And regardless of how you feel or where the blame lied, it is a really good time at this time in, 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 in our industry. Uh, I think that we're more of a common sense approach as far as underwriting and it is still phenomenal interest rates and a good really normal market. Would you say so, Jessica? I would agree. As far as it home is. appreciation? We're not seeing the craziness we saw in 2013, you know, where borrowers were making sight unseen. We're seeing more of a, a natural progression, a normal, as, as close as we can get here in Northern California to a, a, a normal real estate market. We are a little bit unique. Agreed. Um, and so, you know, again, this, this, this just came about because I just needed somebody, some place for consumers to come and and learn. And what we're seeing is is people that call are doing their homework and they're a little more discretionary, wouldn't you say? Right. I, we talked about that last week, yeah, or a couple of weeks ago with buyers and sellers being far more educated. We're working with a savvier class of Absolutely. people, which is really enjoyable. It means we're doing our job. Right. <laughs> True. Uh, a little bit about Essex Mortgage. We've been in business 30 years. We currently fund about a billion dollars a year in residential real estate. And it doesn't make us a big box bank that you drive by every day, and we're thankful for that. It allows us maybe to do some things and have some programs that maybe the larger institutions can't. But we're still large enough to have some great programs, great rates, and more importantly, we are educators. And this whole, we're not, we're a mortgage bank. Uh, That's all we do. We're not a depository. We don't have savings accounts. All we do are fund mortgages. So we live and breathe this, and uh, hopefully this is a place for you who actually will learn something or maybe pass it along. Tell your friends uh, about the show as we are continually growing, and I want to welcome our listeners to 860 AM, uh, a new sister station that's coming on. will be uh, will be heard at 5 p.m. on Saturdays there. 
Uh, so again, always growing, and thank you. It's because of your support and your listening that uh, makes that possible. Lots of ways. If you're sitting there and you have a question or you're in the middle of a purchase or refinance transaction and maybe you're not understanding something or maybe you just need a little help uh, or you just want to get a second opinion, lots of ways to get a hold of us. We have a text line that will, will reach us wherever we are. It's 916-806-0606. Again, 916-806-0606. Text us your questions if you like. Uh, we have our website, reallifelending.com. Again, reallifelending.com. And you can always jump on there. There's lots of tools. Shoot me an email, maybe a show, uh, a show topic that maybe you want us to touch base on. But uh, we're here for you. So again... Uh, text line, text us your questions, 916-806-0606. Looks like we've got a couple coming in already. But uh, today's show, we're going to talk a little bit later about what to do and what not to do in a real estate transaction. These are always fun shows, right, Jessica? My favorite topic. Because you know what? We, we're not going to use any names because we've run across some clients that are absolutely fabulous and transactions run smooth. Most of them, yes. Most of them. Uh, and then every now and then we just hit somebody that, 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 that just... It, it breaks the rules and it breaks the rules and it, it we, we no matter what we do to prepare we always get surprised and after 27 years in this business I see something new every year right I agreed tell us what's going on in the real estate market right now what are you seeing out there hopping it's hopping that's for sure I see um, everything that is priced appropriately is getting multiple offers um, I, I think there's still some greedy sellers out there that are just asking well that are asking too much and I'm seeing properties sit for 200 days sure. um, although that's rare I, I am still seeing it and uh, again working with a, a really savvy class of buyers which is very rewarding um, really savvy class of investors that know what numbers they're looking for and it makes my job pretty easy to go out and find them. Yeah. And, and you know, though, I know that we've got investors listening out there and because I know that you always have some great uh, properties. I've got at the some end deals we, tonight. We, we, we'll give those to you at the end of the show because we want you to listen for the whole hour. Right. But, uh, <laughs> you know, because one of the things that we look at is is I'm from the Bay Area and I know that market really well. You'll work anywhere. I, I, I know I, you were down in Fresno showing property to a listener. Right. Well, this the, weekend. the deals in Fresno are something we'll talk about at the end of the show. So again, folks, uh, we know the market just about throughout Northern, Northern California. If you have questions, uh, text us your questions, 916-806-0606. Rates, everybody knows how much I like to talk about rates, but they are continuously low. We haven't seen much. Uh, Yellen made a note that uh, they're not going to be doing any interest rate rises in the near future. Uh, we had some strong, we had some differing uh, economic news come out this week. New home sales, highest in 10 years came out. Oh, I believe okay. it. They are everybody, building everywhere. Absolutely. And, and we're seeing that. And you know what? I hadn't been involved in a new home transaction. There was probably three or four years I didn't do one because mm -hmm. builders stopped building. Um, and now we're seeing that again, and they're building smaller homes, more affordable homes. And I think that that is actually helping our market. I would agree. Um, and you know, just, again, those numbers came out today. Um, rather than the month over month decline, that's kind of been happening. But new home sales, like a sort of above 600,000 nationwide. Wow. That's the first time since 2007. And we all know what happened in 2008, right? right? Um, that's 31, almost almost a 32% increase from a year earlier, which is, I think, what's kind of driving our market right now. Median price of a home, that, a new home that was sold during this month was 294000 compared to 296 a year earlier. The average price was 355 8 up from 341 
Wow. So uh, big data, and it, in three of the four regions, but mostly the Northeast, we're up about forty percent in June. And here in California, we're always one of the highest. So, um, if you're out there looking at new home developments, what's what's driving you there? Is it cost? Is it low maintenance? I'd love to hear it because I would too. That's an interesting question. Because you know, one of the things that I think about is you know, and and I drive by the new home communities all the time, and they're just so small lots. Uh huh. You know, because the builders, hey, they're trying to make money. They're trying to get as many homes on that parcel as they can. Um, I, I, I don't want to be able to pass my toothbrush to my neighbor through my window. That's a certain, uh, a certain kind of family that that's going to work for. And I, I understand it, but I, yeah, I would really like that feedback. You know, what draws you to that brand new home versus having the older home? Is it the, you know, worry about the expense with an older home, something built in the sixties? I'd like to know. You know, that's a good point. But one of the things about home builders is, is I kind of found this, this interesting that, that, do you know that four and a half percent of the houses built are actually being built to rent? I would believe it. I I, I would believe that. I think that's a, a new way of coming about where the investor really wouldn't have to worry about repairs for you know at least five to ten years. Well, that's a piece that's up about six percent, and, and it's some of the big players are, are in are in. I mean, you look at Lennar Homes. Um, they're pro- it says here that uh, they're building a whole community up in Sparks, Nevada that's just built for rental single family rentals, wow. uh, and Lennar Homes. Uh, actually, Lennar said it's also moving its directions, and at least 10% of their new developments they're going to keep as buy and Interesting. Uh, interesting for a home sell, right. home, home builder, to build and hold, I guess, uh-huh. is the new strategy. Um, hey, and in California, I kind of get why. You know, you guys remember during the downturn, Blackstone was the, right. the hedge fund was buying up all the properties, paying cash, and kind of drove some people out. But um, they're actually doing something really cool in Oakland. What? And, and let me tell you, because San Francisco, you know, we got 15% of the median household can actually afford a home in San right. Francisco. And it says that the, the whole housing frenzy from San Francisco is now shifting over to Oakland. I, I have heard that. Um, and uh, Oakland's housing market has, has, is actually growing further than San Francisco. Uh, the East Bay City has the highest annual appreciation of home values uh, and the biggest rent growth of the largest 50 U.S. cities. Wow. That's according to Zillow. That's really interesting. Uh, companies such as Uber are moving uh, in. Uh, and here's this, Blackstone, which we just mentioned. Blackstone is actually building a 443-unit uh, complex, 423-unit car, province in Oakland, Wow! Uh, to buy and hold. It's a $175 million project, and it's the first development from ground up that Blackstone's ever done. Interesting. Which I, I got to tell you, it makes sense. They, they're they kind of looking at... Uh, 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 Oakland as kind of the Brooklyn right. of the West Coast, where you know that used to be that's a totally up and coming community. Uh-huh. Now it's really, it, home prices are really are really getting crazy. But I find that interesting. Again, if you live in Oakland, sit I, on your yeah, house. I, like, uh, I am really curious because I think that that is going to be the next boom, right? Right, there, and gradually moving east. Um, but I can't get over the buy and hold. The builders are buying and holding. Uh, yeah, that is that is a new strategy. Build and hold. I like it. I, I I understand there's some interest there for very obvious reasons that an investor wouldn't have to worry about repairs. Well, here's something that happens all over Northern California is jumbo loans. Um, True. And I, I think that what you're going to be seeing here, folks, is as the market transitions and kind of slows down, you're going to have a much more aggressive jumbo loans out there. Um First of all, let me kind of explain. Any jumbo loan is considered jumbo if it's over the in the Bay Area counties. If it, the loan amount is over six hundred twenty-five thousand five hundred, you're in a jumbo loan. Uh, 
conventional loans, conforming loan amounts under that 625 mark are bought and sold on the secondary market. They're packaged up by Fannie and Freddie and sold in the secondary market. Jumbo loans tend to be kept on the bank's portfolio, meaning they're they're not really sold. They're usually kept on the books. And as banks kind of are looking for safer, safer uh, investments, they're going to get more aggressive. But 20, 20, almost 21% of all first mortgages are jumbo loans. That's up from 19% last year, so a slight increase, up about 6% to 2009. Um, but banks like ourselves, like Essex, even though we fund a billion dollars a year in residential real estate, we don't keep our jumbo loans on the books, so we sell them. So I think that that may be changing. I think the industry is going to be changing, and I think there might be some deals out there. But remember, when you're applying for a a jumbo loan, it's a little you know you're you're being scrutinized a lot longer because these banks, since they're keeping that ba- that paper on the books, they're going to scrutinize you. You're going to have nicer, better credit. They're going to look at all your resources. They're going to look at your employment history. There might not be as any many forgiving and compensating factors that there are in the conforming loan market. So that's interesting. Uh, good question. And um, what how, what what interest rate difference would you see, or would what an average person see between the conventional and the jumbo? Well, Is it a big jump? That's a great question because there are times, especially in our industry now, uh, or when when the markets are rising, when when the conforming loan rates were actually correcting earlier this year before they dropped, jumbo loans were were better than a conforming loan amount because banks were holding that. They're not they're not as volatile as they are as uh-huh. the, on the secondary market, being bought and sold on the on the the bond market. So. Um, yeah, jumbo loans at times can be can be actually pricing better than conforming loans. Very loan. interesting. But you got to have better credit and you got to have some money. Sure. All right, folks, we are going to come up on our first break again. If you have any questions, text them to 916-806-0606. Again, 916-806-0606. When we come back, we're going to have some fun today about what to do and what not to do during a real estate transaction. And if you have any questions, to us at reallifelending.com. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance. And uh, I got a text uh, that said, uh, give out the phone number to call in, so I'm going to give it out. We normally don't do that. It's 925-203-5808, 925-203-5808. Join us on there. Ask your questions. We'd love to talk to you. You've got Jessica and myself here. And we got a text question in over the break about, we were talking about jumbo loans before the break. Uh, hey, Eric, uh, this is from Mike in Fremont. I heard you speak of jumbo loans with 10% down. Is that true? Ooh. You know what? That's a good question, Mike. We actually have one program. It's up to a $750,000 loan amount that will require 10% down, and there's no mortgage insurance on that product. Wow. Uh, so there are normally, with any institutional jumbo loan, you need at least 15% down, 20% down in most cases. But um, there are exceptions. Uh, good question, Mike. Uh, you know, today we're going to kind of revisit an old topic that we always kind of have fun with Jessica. You know, we, we, we love smooth transactions and we try to sit down and have FaceTime with all the people involved in a transaction right. and tell them that, Hey, these are the rules. This is what you can do. Please don't do this. But every now and then we get, we get caught by something. Absolutely. So this is kind of uh, uh, let's just make this a what not to do. 
in a real estate transaction, okay? I think that's To make a great your loan idea. officer and your realtor happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> give me a good one. No, don't give any names, but tell me, what shouldn't you do in a real estate transaction? Well, um, one of the biggest uh, don'ts, according to Google, I can attest to, it is not understanding your contract. Um, ask questions of your real estate agent and attorney. Make sure you understand the fine print. And I had this come up recently. Uh, someone came into an open house and wanted to write a, um, an offer on the property that I was representing, and I printed off a contract and we went through it line by line and, um, you know, spent 30 minutes together. And she said, I've written or I've signed, you know, 16 other offers. I've never had anyone sit down and go over the contract with me. I didn't understand what I was signing. I think that's so important. If you don't understand what those contingencies are, um, what your liabilities are in this, how does that deposit work? What, what are, you know, what is my get out clause? I think it's really important to go through that. And if you're working with an agent that doesn't take the time to go through it, you're with the wrong person. They, They should value your time. That's a good one. Uh, because you know, how often do we get down to the end and somebody takes the refrigerator after close of escrow? <laughs> yeah, I hear about that happening. Right. So, right. And, and it really does get back to, and, and I think that the, that the biggest point being made is, is you have to trust your team and make sure you're working with somebody who, who maybe not be, um, does this lives and breathes 24 hours a day, six, uh-huh. seven days a week, because it's, it's really important, um, because this is all relations built, relationship built sale, right? It is. And buying a home is an emotional thing. Right. And sometimes people have selective hearing and by no means are we trying to make fun of anybody here, but we, these are real life things that we come across every day and we can laugh about it. But, uh, in all seriousness, you know, we, we want you to buy that house just as much as you do. Right. Uh, cause we're, we like what we do and we want to continue to do what we do. And, and because most of our business is referral business in the real estate business, and I've been doing this a long, long time, and it's nothing better than getting like a Christmas card from somebody you helped 15 years ago. You know, that's, Absolutely. those are great things to happen. So one of the things when we say here is that, you know, make sure that you're educating both yourself uh, and ask questions. My biggest thing is do is ask questions. Right. What not to do. Don't put the car before the home. Okay. Oh, that's a good one. How many times do we meet uh, young folks that drive a hundred and fifty thousand dollar car but live in an apartment. I I see that happen. Uh, and you know, and it, it's not more, maybe not to that extreme, but you want to buy a house. I want to help you buy a house. And sometimes I take on more of a fatherly figure than a loan officer. You know, uh, and maybe it's just because of my gray hair. But <laughs> things lenders look at is your debt to income ratio. Hey, and I like nice cars too. Don't get me wrong. But it's a big deal uh, for folks not to load themselves with debt right. before they buy a house. Uh, and uh, and it, it could be the difference between an approval and not being approved. Right, absolutely. And I think this represents you know having a good value and where you want to be in 20, 30 years. I, I think you know some of this comes from just being a parent and wanting to help people make the right decisions. But uh, yeah, it kills me if you see people do it like, no, I can save you money and you're doing the wrong thing. You're not saving for your future. This is the you know, biggest, biggest purchase you're going to make that could really help fund your retirement. And I get it. I didn't listen to my parents either when I was young. But take it from Uncle Eric that, you know, buy, and I, I was fortunate enough. I actually bought, bought a home, um, a condo when I was young, and it was the best thing I ever did because uh, I kept using that money to help forward and forward my, uh, my home purchases. But, you know, and it gets back to talk to, talk to your lender, right? Right, right. Ta- understand the process. Understand how a lender is going to look at your income. Understand 
how they're going to qualify you. And, and obviously, you know, we can give some obvious ones. Don't go run a Ferrari or buy a, sure. Ferrari, buy a Ferrari over a real estate transaction. Don't take any on new debt. Those are easy and simple. But before you even get to that point, understand your finances and understand what you can afford. Right. I think. Don't my biggest don't do in a real estate transaction, don't overextend yourself. Oh, that's really important. And I, I think I would follow that up with don't start looking above what's going to be comfortable. When somebody says, you know, I'm really going to be comfortable with that payment at four hundred, no more than four twenty five. Let's just go see that house at five hundred. Don't do it. I'm telling you, I really like to start if their limit is four twenty five, I want to start at three fifty. Because I, I want to make if, sure. If I give them a pre qualification at five hundred thousand, you're gonna show them a house at five fifty. <laughs> Not usual. I well, really no, like. Want yeah, to, I absolutely. They're going to ask. They're to going to that. want to, and I, I so. say, yeah, start at the bottom. Let, let's see if we can find something that meets comfortability. I think payment comfort is the most important thing. If you're if right. you're a loan officer and your lender's not asking you what you can afford and just answering how much you qualify for, that's a red flag. Absolutely. I want somebody to like me every day, every month when they write that check and not call me names. Right. And uh, that's the, I think is the most important thing to prevent people from getting into some distress situations that may have happened back in the last 10 years Agreed. or so. All right, folks, we're coming up on our break at the half. I want to thank you for listening to Real Life Lending. If you want to call in, 925-203-5808. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky mckay All right, everybody, welcome back to Real Life Lending. We are your Northern California show for what's new and true in mortgage finance. My name is Eric. I'm here with Jessica. And we've got a text question that came in over the break, a couple of them actually. The first one is, what is the current interest rate for a multi-unit investment property with 20% down? Uh, Multi-unit investment property will require 25% down. Dang it. And you're probably close to 4%, uh, depending on your FICO. Obviously, it depends on your FICO score. Uh, but in the low fours, I would say, depending on a two-unit, four-unit. But uh, 25, 20% down on a single family is a minimum for investment, 25% down for a multi-unit. And if you want to get some specifics, give us a call after the show. We'd love to talk to you. Um, today's show, we're going to have some fun and, and what to do and what not to do in a real estate transaction. I, I've kind of... Uh, I got a good one here uh, that we run into all the time. Don't put much faith into online home values. Very important. And I I would follow that up with, I got a call from a a friend the other day and they said, we recently did a refi and Mm -hmm. and my wife thought that the value is really low. Will you look at it? The value is off by Mm $140,000 off from the median that it sold within a fourth mile radius. This wasn't a a big range. It's track housing. So um, yeah, I I think absolutely. You, You can't take that at value. Definitely call your real estate professional. Because I think that what happens is, well, Zilla says it's only worth this. I'm not going to pay more than that. Right. And that is just so wrong. In fact, you know, there was a there was something going around uh, that the CFO of Zillow sold his house last year and somebody was smart enough to pull the public records and found out that his sales price was 35% less than Zillow said the house no was worth. No way. Yeah. Oh, that is a funny story. So, so now I have to pull that somewhere. Yeah. But, but again, and it kind of goes the other way too. Uh, you know, d- Talk to somebody, talk to Jessica, and she can run a uh, uh, comparable analysis of what's sold. Yeah, you know, absolutely. House, it's free. It's quick. <clears throat> house is worth what somebody's willing to pay for it, right? That is true. As long as they've got <coughs> cash to meet over that appraised value. Right. Yes. That's my second point, is that lenders will only lend on appraised value. Right. So we'll lend on whether you're putting 10 or 5 3% down based on the appraised value, not the purchase price. You can pay whatever you want for it. Sure. But we're going to lend based on the appraised value. And it kind of goes the other way, which is frustrating, is that uh, don't, don't get sucked into the online lending uh, quotes. 
Very uh, important. I can tell you, I won't name the name of the company, but oh my gosh, every time I hear the commercial about how quick and amazing it's going to be, I just oh shake my head. It's anything but. I've worked with them. Don't do it. Contact a local lender that's going to be able to answer your call and meet you in person. Sure. And 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 just just so you know, is that you know money's money. Everybody's selling the same paper. Sure. Uh, it's more about customer service and who you're working with, and do you want. And again, some of those some of those companies are really well. They're really highly rated, uh, but they're more of a call center mentality where they're taking 30, 40, 50 files on their desk. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like the personal approach sitting across the kitchen table. I'm kind of old school. But although I have people that, you know, I, I have one person I think this month that I had never met that was, was doing everything electronically. Um, I've offered to drive, say hello, and but they're just, no, oh, Eric, we like it. We listen to the show. No problem. Here, where do I sign? Those are great, but I think uh, when things come up, because we all know that this industry, they things happen, right? Up, right. Well, and I, another thing, you know, when I worked with this company who shall remain nameless last time and they're, they're headquartered out of Detroit, there's a time difference. So for my borrowers that are at work from 8 to 5, these folks aren't available. They start a lot earlier and they're gone at, you know, 3 o'clock. Right. That's a big problem. Right. Absolutely. Um, and, and again, you know, the... the don't get caught up on interest rate. That's one of the things I like to tell people, especially when they're online, because, oh, yeah, interest rate is this. They're offering this. Well, interest rate's not everything. It's APR. It's what sure. you're paying for that interest rate because, you know, just because you – everybody likes to brag, hey, I got 2% 30-year fixed interest rate. You know, everybody likes to – I used to do the same thing to my dad. But when you look at what the true cost of that is, that's what the most important thing is over the life of the loan. So don't get caught up on that. And it really takes – and I'm a numbers guy, and that's kind of what we do. And hopefully, you know, through our pre-approval process, you're going to know exactly what you're going to pay, what kind of lender fee you're going to pay, if any. You're going to find out what title and escrow estimated are going to be. You're going to find out what your payment's going to be. You're going to find out where your down payment's going to come from. And so you're going to be educated before you even make that offer. Which is really important to know what you're getting into. And I want to make a note. If you're going to be in the uh, Sacramento Folsom area on Thursday, we have a homebuyer event. Or if you have any relatives that live up there, I know you're listening in the Bay Area right now, uh, we're going to have an event. We're going to have the Sutter Street Steakhouse cater it. You're going to come be able to shake my hand, sit around, listen. We're going to have some fun. We're going to talk about loan products. We're going to give some scenarios. We're going to raffle off a Home Depot gift card. And if nothing else, you're going to get a full full stomach from this thing. And uh, at least hopefully learn something. So, again, if you want to reserve a spot, give us a call, 925-203-5808, or text us at 806-0606. All right, we're coming up on another break. You're listening to Real Life Lending, and we'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, everybody, welcome back to real life lending. Uh, today we're going to have some fun. Uh, we're talking about what not to do during a real estate transaction. And obviously these are the obvious ones is from a lender standpoint, don't move money around. Don't make any large cash deposits that we can't source. Cash is not king in a real estate transaction. But I think before we even get to that stage is um, don't assume you can't buy right now. Yes. People, people say, ah, you know, I had a rough time. I lost a house. I, I know I can't qualify. You know, there are programs out there for one or two days out of foreclosure or short sale. Um, granted, they're not they're not like a Fannie or Freddie product, but it's possible. But I would say that 25 to 30 percent of the people that actually call from the show can't buy today. And what we're doing is we're working on them, creating a file, getting them through the pre-approval process. Because what we can do as a bank, since we're making all lending decisions, is we can actually pre-approve you before you even start looking for a house. That way... 
Jessica will have a certificate uh, of an underwriter that will say, hey, you've already been approved, guaranteeing the seller this is going to close, and you've already been through the whole the whole ringer. But I think more importantly, before we get to that stage, is if we can identify any hurdles right. that have come up. And if you've had an economic event in the past, 90% of the time we can get we can figure a way to make a plan to get around them. Right. And I think that's the most important thing. So I think one of the biggest things is don't think you're out because – I mean, believe it or not, there are some programs out there that you only need a 600 FICO score to buy a house. Uh, we have down payment assistance programs that can fund 100% of your down payment with a 640 FICO. So there are a lot of programs out there, and it really is the best time because of interest rates being so low uh, to get into that house and get into something that you can afford that and fix the cost of housing. I think that's the most important thing. You know, Jessica, we talked about it all the time, is that California... Northern California last year, number one in the nation for single-family rent increases. Right. Like 15, and it's going to continue. This year, 10%. Uh, so if you want to fix the cost of housing, you know, what a better way than to buy your own home. Absolutely. Or a condo or something to get you in that that's, you can call your own. Because I think as our market changes, that rents are going to continually keep increasing. Mm-hmm. Why do you think, we talked about earlier in the show, builders are building homes to rent. Right. They <laughs> see the value in increasing rents. Right. That's a huge telltale sign. And we have some really great tools on our website. If you go to reallifelending.com and go to the homepage, and there's a lot of videos you can watch about rent versus buy. There's some calculators. And really do a little homework and then give us a call and we'll work together and we'll get through it. What else is you seeing? You got investment properties. Tell us about some investments out there. Do you want the best deals? I want for the, the best day? deal okay, right now because I know everybody's see. leaning in. Investors, listen up. We've got some, got some Let properties. Me, I firmly believe in multifamily. Um, especially if you're an investor, it's got to be a duplex or a fourplex. But our, our two cheapest uh, properties today are duplexes. I have one for one forty nine in the Sacramento area. Um, rent on each side of this bad boy is six hundred. So you're bringing in twelve hundred gross for something that's going to run you. 149. Um, if you're okay with going into Modesto, I have one for 115, uh, bringing in 750 one side and 600 on the other. So, a uh, good way to make cash flow from day one. And what's the purchase price? Uh, 115. Okay. And you're bringing in 1350 in rent, gross a month, and the other and one's PITI one... is going to be under 600 bucks a month. For all so you're going to be able to make uh, about as much as your mortgage payment is every month, right. positive cash flow. That's that's amazing. And what's the benefit of buying a multi-unit? One, you're hedging your bets. How often are both sides going to be vacant? Right. So you're always going to receive some income. But it, it, and again, just to remind you folks out there, multi-unit. Investment property, 25% down minimum multi-unit, but you up to four units, you can still fund with a residential mortgage. You can still fund, before you get to that commercial deal, you can still uh, fund with a residential mortgage. So it's great, and, uh, and and those are the ones that are really competitive right now. And I know that you're seeing some really great deals out there. You're looking right. picked up, picked up. What do I have a listener that just got an offer accepted in Fresno? Uh, yeah, I'll give you that good news. One sixty-five, and these are bringing in seventeen hundred a month uh, gross. Is so it a four unit? It's a four unit for one sixty-five. One sixty-five and seventeen hundred dollars a month in rents. They were listed at one seventy-nine, but you know I like to go in there and just insult folks at the beginning, <laughs> and we we got a steal for it. Um, we are badgering another um, um, long time seller in the area as well. That's price just you know a little bit too high and i think we'll get a good deal on that one that one brings in uh, 31,000 annually and i think we'll pick it up for uh, about two and a quarter 
Wow. And and that's just, you know, yeah, that's a unique market for us. It really is. Jessica, before somebody's out there listening and they want to see some of these properties or others, how do they get a hold of you? 916-532-8916. 916-532-8916. And if you even want to send a text and you want to see these for yourself with your own eyes, like, what does this property for 165 look like? Shoot me a text, shoot me your email, and I'll send it all over to you. No obligation. But I know, but we had another listener um, that bought a place in Sacramento. Right. A couple months ago. Yeah, not too long ago. And it's a really nice house, a really nice area. Right. And he was making, I mean, a tremendous Each cash side flow was from uh, 850 I believe. And right. they uh, one of the sides moved out and they were able to get 1050 They had six um, immediate motivated renters show up at 1050 They were able to bump it by 200 bucks a month. Absolutely. And I think that's what's a really unique about Northern California. Yeah, we have the Bay Area and we have San Francisco and some of the hottest real estate in the country. But we also have some really great investment opportunities, right. especially maybe for that first-time investor or that mid-range investor that can't buy into the San Francisco real estate market Agreed. as investment, or even the East Bay, or, or where you're getting into some maybe price where it's going to require a lot more out. Remember, folks, your return on investment isn't the price of the pri- a property that you, the price of the property you pay. It's what you cash you have into it. So your down payment and closing costs. That's your initial investment. And that's what your return on investment. And so some of these we're seeing seven, eight, nine, ten, fifteen percent cap rate in return on investment, which yes. is f- and what are you earning in your in your savings account? Right, one percent if you're lucky. So these are some great. These are what we love to do. We're both investors, and you know, give us a call. We love to meet with you, Jessica. Again, how does somebody get a hold of you? Nine one six five three two eight nine one six. Call or text. You bet. Um, we've got some text questions coming in. Again, the text line is 916-806-0606. Again, 806-0606. I want to take a little brief shout. If you're a licensed NMLS loan officer in the Bay Area, I would love to buy you some lunch. We are continuously growing, and we've got some great relationships, and we are helping people get back into home ownership. Give me a call, 916-806-0606. We'll be right back after this. It's Real Life Lending with financial services expert, Eric Ilofsky-McKay. All right, folks. Welcome back to Real Life Lending. I know your, uh, uh, your, your investors out there, you're ringing uh, Jessica's phone off the hook. Loving it. Bring them. Um, we've got lots of properties. And, you know, one of the things that, that's great is that um, the multi-unit uh, uh market is so you know it, it's really about finding those off-market properties i know you're really good at jessica uh and again the financing right now is just phenomenal we're seeing cap rates that are just the blown away and we can put and even if you're if you're looking at one of the things that the text came in over the break is that somebody's looking at a 15 unit apartment complex and and those are the things that that i love to get involved in because you know the the property itself is being underwritten the, right. the income pr- uh, potential of the property itself is being underwritten and not so much on the borrower so it, it really is kind of different from the one to four unit uh, uh underwriting residential uh loans that are on those one to four units so if you whether you're buying a 50 unit car a 50 unit apartment complex i'm working on a 12 unit in, in lafayette right now uh that uh those are things that i love to get involved in because Commercial is really unique, and and that is uh, there's a natural progression. I think first time investors buy their first home, maybe their first multi unit, and then when they get to ten and ten or twenty properties, then they gradually increase to the the larger stuff to consolidate, and and they ten thirty one everything over, and that's kind of a natural progression. And regardless of whether you're that first time investor or or it's your fifth property, twentieth property, you know. Pick my brain. I've been doing this a long time. My two cents is always free, and lots of ways to get a hold of me. Uh, 916-806-0606. Again, 916-806-0606. Um, 
Jessica, are you seeing the investor side? Uh, are they looking for that specific deal? They're just looking for cash flow. Are they looking at more of a buy and hold? I know the flipping yes. market. I know you get called every now on flipping. Uh, yes. Still, still potentials out there? There are potentials out there. I'd say the margins are fairly slim. And the biggest problem I'm having with these you know, bank-owned properties is they'll go cash only. So all the investors coming in have cash. Right. And they'll take uh, 15 days and leave it on market. So everyone's they're bidding it up. The first offer we put in that we're just getting bid up by the next guy. Right. So it's uh, very difficult unless you run into someone who's not on the market that's in a really bad situation just needs to get out right and and i i think that that you know the people that are, are have bought you know during the downturn a lot of new investors during the downturn right, right? we created a whole market because people right. were, were were seeing blood in the water and they were using some maybe they're pulling out from their retirement and using that but again there's a there's a right way to buy investment real estate in a wrong way True. And some of the biggest mistakes that that i think people make is is maybe choosing not understanding the market. Right. And we talked about Fresno and and yeah, it's it's not the Bay Area, but cash flow wise, it's great. Right. But I think one as an investor, one of the best things that you can do is drive that neighborhood all times of the day. Mm-hmm. You know, know who you're renting to. Uh, that 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 property at ten o'clock in the morning may not be the same place at ten o'clock at night. Very true. So I think that's really part. And again, it's it's about working with an agent like Jessica who can actually uh, help you find the details of that and do maybe do some local research on those types of properties. So agreed. Um, again, lots of ways to get a hold of Jessica. Again, your phone number nine one six five three two eight nine one six. Yes. And I'd be happy to send you a list of those properties, whether it's Sacramento County or you're looking at something in um, uh, San Joaquin, you know, something like Modesto. I, I tend to stay out of Stockton, but Modesto I'll go into. Fresno, absolutely. Great deals out there. And I know, folks, you're all getting bombarded refinance uh, material in the mail or on the phone or, as you heard earlier in, in uh, uh, radio ads. You know, give us a call. It's a real simple process. Sometimes it's not worth refinancing. And sometimes those solicitations are, are not even legal. Run them by me. Give me a call. Work with me personally at 916-806-0606. Again, Eric McKay at 916-806-0606. Jessica, thank you for being here. Thank you. And thanks for all the refis you're doing for my uh, clients you from the years bet. previous. Saving they are appreciating lots it. of money these days. But again, right time and a wrong time. All right, folks, thanks for listening to Real Life Lending. We'll be back next week, same time. And again, welcome to all of our new listeners. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.